talking CSU with the voice of the Rams, Brian Roth, on the Jim Davis Show. And with us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, Brian Roth. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Jim. How are we? I'm doing fine. Like I said, it is a whine about a Wednesday, and I'm sure you probably got a little something to whine about with uh, the Rams falling to Air Force in overtime last night. We talked about you know Air Force, you know, one of the certainly toward the the bottom of the heap in the Mountain West Conference, and unfortunately the the Rams had an ugly game, an ugly loss last night to the Falcons. Yes, it, it, it was an ugly loss to the Falcons, and you know it's the Colorado State team that uh, was coming off a victory against Fresno State on Saturday, in which CSU seemingly, Jim, got back on track and got the shooting back going. And, you, know, you beat Fresno State by 22 on Saturday. You get your first Mountain West Conference win. And then, you know, an Air Force team that was rolling in here on Tuesday, last night, and an Air Force team that CSU has dominated <laughs> over the years. In fact, Rams had an eight-game win streak against the Falcons uh, going into last night's game. CSU uh, had won 20 of their last 22 games against Air Force. There's a Falcon team that, you know, they're, they're improved this year. Joe Scott's in his third season there. And, uh, you know, we all know what Joe Scott did in the early 2000s at, at Air Force, and Joe's an accomplished coach. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a solid Air Force basketball team. But, you know, it just seemed like CSU was kind of getting it back rolling. You get a win against Fresno, get a win against Air Force, and, and, and here we go. Let's, let's see how you can roll against the rest of the conference. But instead, you know, it was an absolute dogfight last night in Fort Collins, and the game got to overtime, and um, Colorado State dominated. They got outscored 20-9 to in, in OT in an extra session in which um, Air Force didn't miss, and they went 5-5 five five to the floor. So disappointing. There's no question about that. Disappointing loss for CSU men's basketball. 85-74 overtime loss at home to Air Force last night. CSU voice Brian Roth with us today on the Team Sports Network. And what has to be frustrating for Nico Medved is that you had a Falcons team that was averaging 63 points per game in their first three Mountain West Conference games, but then obviously had a huge game last night offensively with you know scoring 85 points in that game. They're undersized, but they were very effective in the paint. They scored 42 of those 85 in the paint last night. They got 12 offensive rebounds. Like I said, the size was in favor of CSU, but but Air Force was just the, the better team in terms of scoring the basketball and better team in, in, in regard to what they could do in the paint. Yeah, well, you talk about points in the paint, and uh, former CSU coach Larry Eustace used to talk about Air Force this way. He said, you know, give me a box score from an Air Force game against another team, and I won't look at the final score, but the stat I'm going to look at is points in the paint. And he said, I can tell you with pretty good probability – if Air Force won or lost that game. And that's just the way it is with, with their Princeton-style offense. If you're giving up a lot of points in the paint against Air Force, it means that they're shooting layups on you, right? It means that uh, they're getting those backdoor cuts that are just so hard to defend. And I, I know fans out there, and I had some Ram fans um, grousing through text messages to me after the game last night saying, can we stop giving up layups? I mean, what the heck? You know what they're going to do. How come you can't stop it? Well, it's like facing the Air Force offense in football, right? I mean, you know what they're going to do. They're going to run the football. Well, then you should be able to stop it. Right. That's perfect. Right? I mean, that's Air Force. They execute crisp offense. And, and you know, CSU has some first-year guys in the program. It's their first time facing Air Force uh, in their career. Rams played on Saturday. You got to turn right around and play Air Force on Tuesday. You didn't get a lot of a lot of prep time. I'm not trying to make excuses, but that, th- those are the facts, right? 
But, man, I'll tell you what, Air Force came and it just executed offensively, and, and they were getting a lot of backdoor cuts at the rims. They got uh, four or five dunks in the second half, Jim. And, and so, you know, we, we had Nico Medved on the postgame show, and we, we asked him a handful of different questions. And every single question we asked, he would pivot and go right back to talking about defense and rebounding. And that's the only two things he wanted to talk about on our postgame show last night. Rams have been subpar defensively this year. They have been subpar rebounding the basketball this year. And we saw both of those deficiencies play out in a, in a loss to Air Force last night. Yeah, the defensive efficiency numbers have, have dropped, yeah, like you said, you know, dramatically. First eight games, giving up 62 points per game. Now it's 77.4 points per game, the 85 points last night. And, and Coach Medved you know, made the comment, we've absolutely fallen off a cliff. I've got to figure out, figure out this as a coach. We have to be better. What can they do to improve this defensive uh, slide that they're on right now? Well, that's, that's the million-dollar question, right? And, and I, I, I asked Nico that basically verbatim what you just asked me. And, and you know, Nico said, I, I don't know. We've got we've to figure that out. But he did follow it up with saying, you know, can we uh, become a much better defensive team? Yes, I believe we can, he said. Uh, will we? He said, I don't know. We'll, we, will, we will see it. You know, Jim, I, I, I think the effort is there for Colorado State. I, I think the guys are, are, are playing hard. But, you know, and I know this is cliche and it gets thrown out there a lot these days and the term dogs. We need dogs on this team, right? So you got to have killers on, on the team. And I, I don't know if I want to say the Rams are, are <laughs> got some great guys on this team. Let me just say that. And, and, and it's a phenomenal team with terrific and dynamite young men on this team that are going to be successes in life. But do they have that that edge to them, right? That that where you can go out there and you need a stop. They can go and dig deep and, and come up with a stop. And uh, Can they go get that rebound where you're just going to have to out-hustle and out-tough the opponent in a split second to go get that? And, you know, I think that more than anything, is, has been the problem. I, I, don't, I think they're trying hard. Um, you know, the, the question is, do they have that, that collective toughness that we really saw from, from this team last year? And I know Isaiah Stevens is a tough kid and competitive kid, and, and you know, we, we know about him. His pedigree speaks for itself. But, you know, you just wonder collectively as a team, right, how tough is this team to really be able to – to buckle down and grind out uh, defensive stops at the uh, at the end of games, and and to secure defensive rebounds when you get those stops, because I gave up twelve offensive rebounds last night. I gave up several second chance points. When you, you when you, when you're able to get those stops, can you end the possession right then and there? And the Rams have had trouble doing that this year. Yeah, not great when Marcel McCrary, who is averaging a whopping three points per game for Air Force. Had a game I twenty six, so that doesn't help either. And kind of speaking to what you're talking about with the dogs thing, I, you know, it make made me flash back to David Bennett, Coastal Carolina football coach. Remember the cats and dogs rant? We got a bunch, <laughs> right, of, we got right. a bunch of cats around here. We need some dogs. Uh, maybe there. I mean, I mean, 
apparently CSU has lots of nice, nice puppies, cute, adorable puppies. <laughs> Need some of those puppies to get big, get mean, get nasty here very, very soon uh, to get this thing turned around. Yeah, no, they, they do. And, and to go back to Marcel McQuarrie, now, Jim, you, you'll, you'll appreciate this because you're a broadcaster and a play-by-play guy. Air Force is always interesting when you play them in basketball. They have 20 dudes on the roster, okay? And they've played, I think, 18 this year. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of guys a lot. who have seen the court here this year. And so, uh, I mean, they, they started a, a guy last night who had only played in six games and hadn't started a single game last night. They start, he's, in, he's in the starting lineup. I didn't even have him on my spot chart. And then the McCurry kid is at the very bottom of my spot chart. Now, he's played this year uh, in, I think, every single game. But a guy that, that doesn't do a lot for him, and you mentioned three points per game, he had only hit four threes the entire season coming into that game. His career high was nine points. He scored that. He's a freshman. He scored that in the season opener at Bowling Green back on November, like, the 3rd. And he comes out and hits five threes. And goes for twenty six points. Now, credit the kid. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. You can, yeah, you can look at the past numbers and say, "Oh, this guy's not going to beat you." But he did. He went for twenty six. He knocked down five threes. Several of them were big, big threes in the contest. And you just, you just never know for Air Force because Joe Scott will play so many different guys, and and a lot of them could be you know really interchangeable pieces. And well, uh, Joe Scott was pushing the right buttons last night because McCreary kid that. Doesn't play a lot, certainly doesn't score a lot, came in and just absolutely torched CSU in a career night for him. CSU Rams play-by-play voice Brian Roth with us today on the Team Sports Network. Patrick Cartier, 23 points lead the Rams last night, had a good offensive game. And you look at it, Isaiah Stevens had 17 points. John Tanji had 10. But for Isaiah, I mean, he did not shoot particularly well from the field. I mean, he had to work to get the 17 points that he got last night. And that was part of the problem, along with, just really bad defense for the Rams was that nobody else was really scoring the basketball and Isaiah Stevens had to, like you said, put up a lot of shots to, to get to that 17 points last night, which did not help. Well, and that's kind of the, the unfortunate and sad thing about last night all, all together where, you know, you have Isaiah Stevens who is one of the best players in the entire Mountain West Conference and, he, and he's a guy who can score efficiently on all three levels, right? make it finish at the rim. He can shoot mid-range. It's a very accomplished three-point shooter. But I think he has the best mid-range game at the Mountain West Conference. And he's able to able to get to his spots right around the 15-foot mark on the floor, whether it be from the three-throw line or from the uh, angle. And I think he's the best mid-range shooter in the Mountain West Conference. And, Jim, I can't tell you how many mid-range looks he got last night. And uh, some of them were contested, but I mean, there was five or six mid-range looks that are right in his wheelhouse last night, including uh, uh, what would have been the game-winning shot uh, with two seconds to go. I mean, the Rams had the ball and had a chance to win it at the end of regulation. And you get it to Isaiah Stevens. He had a 16-footer. Again, it's in his wheelhouse, and he missed it. And we go to overtime, and the Air Force explodes in overtime where they didn't miss a shot. But you know, that, that's what's the unfortunate thing about this is that you figure if Stevens hits maybe two more mid-range jumpers in the contest, if two of those fall, which, you know, you, you look at the odds and the probability and say more times than not, that's probably going to happen. He's not going to go 6 of 22 
on uh, uh, and not going to happen again this year. I'm willing to bet that. But that's the sad thing. I mean, if if two more of those shots fall, obviously if the game winner would have fallen at the end of regulation, if the Rams escape, you and I are talking about, hey, they got a they got a uh, a tough uh, test last night from Air Force, but they were able to able to pull it out. You know, the narrative would be a lot different here on this Wednesday morning for for Ram Nation, but. Alas, uh, as it is, you gotta you gotta put the ball in the hoop, and sometimes it doesn't go in the hoop, and you know Air Force comes away with the victory. Rams now nine and nine on the season. Brian Roth, voice of the CSU Rams, with us today on the Team Sports Network. So Saturday, you go to Vegas uh, when the Rams take on UNLV, and then uh, back home next Wednesday to take on number twenty three San Diego State. So a uh, good stretch coming up, particularly with uh, the Aztecs nationally ranked coming in next Wednesday. And Diego State's really good, and, and Jim, I, I can't in it can't under as undersell how good the Mountain West Conference is this year. And maybe you have listeners out there that that follow college basketball a little bit, maybe follow the Pac-12. But you know, look, the Mountain West is really, really good here this year. In fact, by the net rankings, I think they're the fifth best conference in the in the nation ahead of ahead of the Pac-12. Okay, and and you look at the net rankings. You know, San Diego State's nationally ranked. They're a top 50 team. Utah State's a top 50 team. Nevada's a top 50 team. Boise State, New Mexico, UNLV. I mean, all those teams are top 50 teams that have a shot at going to the mouth or have a shot that to, to go to the NCAA tournament. And so, you know, you look at the games that, that you know, think you should win. Air Force was one of them. Absolutely. Right? Now you have to go to UNLV. Who is uh, I think 50 at the latest net net rankings at 12 and three? Rams got smoked by UNLV twice last last year. Then you get San Diego State coming into town. Then you have to go to Laramie, which is always a dogfight. Then you have to go to Boise State, which is going to be an incredibly tough game. Then you return home against UNLV again. I mean, that's just it's just one after the next, after the next, after the next. So um, CSU, uh, this nobody's going to feel sorry for the Rams. I mean, again, CSU's been a conference title contender each of the last two years they've won 20 games each of the last three years nobody in the mountain west is going to feel sorry for colorado state the rams better figure it out because uh the meat grinder is officially churning and uh csu is going to get torn up and spit out if they can't figure this uh, thing out quickly absolutely hey brian always appreciate the insight thank you so much all right jim thanks man appreciate it you too take care brian roth voice of csu rams joins us every